0: Thank you for tuning in to Cop With Comic. I'm Brian and We're here with Comic Kat Kavas. Kat Kavas, how the hell are
1: you? I'm good, Brian. How are you?
0: Did I say your awesome name correctly? You did. You, you nailed it. Oh, that hit the nail on the head. Okay, and I follow you across social platforms. I think currently you're stitched up a little bit. you got private accounts, but if people want to follow you, they're going to do it at Catherine Kavas, K-V-A-S, and that's on Twitter as well as Instagram. Correct. Yeah, but, yeah. But I also, yeah, Catherine Kavas. You go by Cat. you have CatherineKavas.com, but you also have a fan page, which, of course, I follow, and that's as an author, and that's uh that's Catherine Kavas as well. Yep. Exactly, and I will disregard are you social because now I'm gonna call you cat of no more Catherine.
1: I, you know. Know. <laughs> I know I <laughs> know. The New Yorker started publishing me as Catherine when I before I went by cat. So now I just keep it Catherine It's yeah, it's when been a New journey.
0: Yorker Yeah, when the New Yorker publishes you that's uh, you, you gotta know, like yeah You got to make the, the socials consistent with your New Yorker gig Yeah, exactly. and, and you got tons of projects and we're gonna talk about a couple of them. Um, I like that I usually have my gas supply topics, and then I choose a couple. And the couple that interests me the most in your case is actually your projects because one of them, what is a pilot, and one of them is a book kind of query, right? And they're both they're both tied together through marriage, but one is immigration related, and I think because um, you're Canadian and your husband is Indian. Yep. And yep. and then the other one is you're writing a pilot about black w- widow spiders that explore the complexity of marriage. <laughs> And so, yeah, it sounds like, yeah, your book proposal is about the immigration hell that you're going through, but the pilot, Black Widow Spiders, is also about the complexity of marriage, so, I mean, it's tied together through marriage and the difficulty and the complexity of, especially when immigration gets involved, what can you say about it?
1: Yeah, for sure. I think, like, the Black Widow Spider pilot, so the premise is that the the female Black Widow Spider decides not to eat her mate in order to make their marriage work, and they decide to just go for it. Um, but that definitely stems, even that stems from immigration because again, my husband's Indian, I'm Canadian and we're both kind of trying to figure out our lives together in the U S. Um, and obviously like my husband being from India, there's, there's a lot of like cultural differences and, um, the pilot's kind of about how, um, he fits in, in a world that doesn't necessarily always, um, welcome him or open up to him. So it's kind of just like trying to figure out Uh, those complexities and also just a normal marriage and how you know the nuances of that work too
0: and and how is the world not opening up to him is it like because of his culture or because his culture is not fitting in perfectly with america or the fact that they're just saying we're not going to let you in yet yeah
1: pretty much just like i mean it's a little bit of all those things of course like we found our people here i think and like it's not that like Everyone's like, go back to where you're from. It's more just uh, <laughs> not a lot know. of that in New
0: York City, I would think. <laughs> exactly. I hope not, yeah.
1: it, but it is like a general message, I think, from immigration, especially now in in Trump's America. There's this whole vibe of, you know, we don't really want immigrants. Um, and yeah. I mean, but we've it's been interesting because we've been experiencing that really firsthand, trying to get our green cards here, and um, everything Trump does pretty much directly affects us. Like all of his decisions and canceling like that that H-1B visa or yeah. even like canceling the student visa which I used to be on. It's just like all pretty personal. It's hard not to take personal.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah some people are really affected personally by Donald Trump's policies and one of them is Kat Kavass Exactly. There, there are others dealing with other you know affected <laughs> by other policies but when it comes to immigration Kat Kavaz yeah. is affected in numerous ways, <laughs> but you just have to wait them out, right? Like, I mean, yeah. it looks like the, you know, the pandemic is killing everybody and the poll numbers are, are reacting accordingly. Yeah. And so, I mean, it's not like you wish for the pandemic, but <laughs> if it means you can stay in the country.
1: Exactly. Just just it out <laughs> long enough and we'll see what happens.
0: Yeah. yeah. And like, you know, is that going to, you know, has your book, you know, your pilot has it changed, or your book, your script, or I guess book proposal and pilot, have have they had to change? Because I suppose difficulty with immigration before the pandemic can be, you know, pitched as p- pure hell. But yeah. now hell is kind of relative. Yeah. No, <laughs> I mean, have true. you had to kind of like, you know, because I suppose, you know, any problems you were having before, I, I suppose the pandemic made it worse. And so you can just talk about, yeah, it's hellish, and the pandemic only exacerbated the problem.
1: Yep, the pandemic definitely made it worse. I mean, I think it's the the Trump is kind of using the pandemic as an excuse to really crack down <laughs> on, you know, yes, all yes, the policies he wanted to do before. Um, but yeah, I mean, we've we've had we've had immigration problems throughout our time here in the U.S. Um, but it really it really has been a journey that's come <laughs> full circle <laughs> now that we're in the middle of a pandemic trying to get a green card because there's also like other things. You, I, I didn't even realize you had to do like you need blood tests and vaccines, uh, or uh, at least you have to prove you have a certain amount. And basically what they're doing now is that they're making it mandatory that everyone needs to get these vaccines right now. If you're applying for a green card, you have to get them now in the middle of a pandemic. And I think it's on purpose because they obviously know how hard it is to do that. It's just, it's, uh, it's very interesting.
0: They know it's going to take weeks for, you know, exactly. those results even to come, and that could discourage you, just throw as many roadblocks on the way as they can.
1: Yeah, yeah, well, it feels um, like that.
0: And so, I mean, but that's so thats so fucking funny, because, you know, he could say something like, well, all this high-tech talent is coming from countries who yes. <laughs> have more of a pandemic, but it's like, dude, the U.S. has is, is probably got more of a pandemic issue than any of the countries of these people who want to come over. Like, yeah. in in India or something, is there, you know, what's the pandemic like related to the United States?
1: I mean actually India is getting worse too. I think okay. I think actually there are a a spike in cases now or um in a in a lot of countries but I mean yeah America I think America's number 1 right now in terms of winning <sighs> the pandemic.
0: <laughs> We're number 1. I'm so proud. <laughs> so proud. Very proud. I mean he made us great again or I just love like some people they say um like even I think in Potter in Harry Potter somebody said that Voldemort uh, is great. He did terrible yeah. things, but he's very great. Like the wand maker said that. You know, right. ter- terrible and terrific. I think they share a root word probably. And so certain of these things like famous and infamous, it's like, dude, yeah, it, it's a great big old fucking problem. So in that sense, Donald Trump made America it's great.
1: great. Yeah, <laughs> right. He did it in his way.
0: And so like you've been going through this hell and as a former lawyer, I can tell you that I can't help you at all because immigration is its own little beast of law (laughs) that I know nothing about. But I mean,
1: oh, you weren't an immigration lawyer. Oh, yeah. So So I I did
0: securities. I did eminent domain. I haven't done immigration at all. But there's people in law school who just do that exclusively. And I'll trust that they know what they're fucking doing. So have you had some good helpers here in New York City? I would I would hope that some of the top shelf legal talent in the area of immigration law have is probably here in New York City.
1: Oh a hundred percent shout out to my lawyer Sophie Raven
0: yes Sophie.
1: She's, uh, Ow! <laughs> she's been great. She's actually so uh, where my husband and I both have backgrounds in advertising and she's basically done every uh, advertising immigrants visa <laughs> that I know oh, pretty good. much everyone in advertising recommends her but she's yes. yeah she she knows what's up
0: <laughs> she knows she knows what's up I can't get more uh, detailed than that because she knows a lot but she she knows what's up yeah. Yeah, from a from a layman's a laywoman's point of view, she she knows what's up. Exactly. Just, yeah, so like how are you know, why did why did you arrive at Black Widow Spiders as um, the kind of method for exploring the complexity of marriage?
1: Yeah. Um I think I was just really interested in the dynamic of Black Widow Spiders and they're actually really misunderstood creatures. Like a lot of there's a there's a misconception that they're really violent and that they want to just kill everything they see, but that's not true. They're actually pretty um, peaceful and shy, and they really just want to be left alone. I've been doing a lot of research on that. Yeah.
0: But is, is that like a comedy writer? Like you guys are, you know, maybe you're introvert, maybe you want to be left alone, but you really exactly. want to kill, kill for your comedy. You exactly. want to selectively kill to laugh. It's a metaphor
1: for, <laughs> for comedy
0: writers everywhere. I love it.
1: Yeah. No, it, it is interesting, though. They really are introverted creatures that just like, they just want to live in peace um by themselves but there and I feel like the exactly I, I feel like that too I just I'm I'm a cancer you know I'm an introverted cancer um and I just kind of want to be away from people most of the time but then when you kind of find that person um, you really you really go hard for them so I think I think there's an there's an interesting correlation between uh, my life and my marriage and black widow spiders
0: <laughs> yeah and so I mean what's the thing Should the 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 female spider eats the male spider
1: yeah so normally at what
0: point yeah
1: normally after after sex the female will eat the male but that's that's also a myth because most black uh, widow spiders don't eat the male unless they're like in a cage together um uh, but there's a specific breed i mean, this is very detailed because i've been doing a lot of research but good. there's a specific uh species of the black widow spider that um the male will actually leap into the female's mouth and commit suicide voluntarily. That is so
0: Um, romantic. Why the fuck would he do that?
1: So the reason is because he wants to continue his legacy. There's a better chance that the female will use his eggs if uh, he kills himself and she, I don't know why, (laughs) I think maybe (sighs) the taste or something, but if like she eats him, there's a better chance she'll use his eggs. So he actually uh, sacrifices himself to continue his legacy.
0: Wait, do you mean that, okay, by allowing this chick to kill me, she's going to be more attentive when mothering her spider children? What do you mean by eggs?
1: So the the female has two uh, sacks where she can carry two sets of different eggs by two different males. Uh, So if if she has another male's eggs, she might use that male. But if the male that she currently is copulating with commits suicide in her mouth, (laughs) there's a better chance. His eggs
0: that is hilarious yeah. and even if like you know it's uh, dude like and so how are you going to do this so it's a pilot for what a show and how the yeah. fuck do you how do you fuck, how the fuck do you put this on because this works as a stand-up bit or it works as a you know an article in mcsweeney's or new yorker how the fuck does this get made into something on the stage or the screen or the big screen
1: right uh that's a good question i'm <laughs> i'm trying to figure hilarious. that out is hilarious right yeah, I'm I just think... gonna,
0: and I love it from his point of view. I'm just gonna leap in her mouth, right? And, and she's gonna carry around that sack of eggs. That's th- this is what I'm gonna do. This is my concept. This is my truth. I'm gonna leap in her mouth. She's gonna be so loyal to my truth. Yeah,
1: children. that's all he wants to do. Wow. Um, oh. uh, yeah. I've been, I've been obviously like there's, there's, uh, animal shows out there. There's HBO Animals, BoJack, Tucumberti. They've, they've been pretty. I kind of oh. see it as like maybe an animated, yeah. um, series, but. Yeah, it's in the works.
0: <laughs> yes, I love that because I can really see just you get the top comedic male vocal talent saying, I'm just going to leap in her mouth. This is going to work out, right? L- like that could be funny forever. I love that because, you know, <laughs> if, if this doesn't get made into a show, I'm, I'm definitely going to steal it. Man. I'm, I'm going to steal the <laughs> conversation.
1: Oh, yeah. I'm just going to leap yeah. in your
0: fucking mouth, all right? And they're like, what are you talking about? You know, so Black Widow Spiders. I know, I don't. Yeah, because like you said, most people don't know. Like, you know, maybe they know she kills him. Yeah. But they don't know that he's, you know, some of them leap into the mouth to increase Willing. loyalty. Yeah committing suicide in her mouth to uh increase loyalty of the spawn and and how does a spider leap into a small spider's mouth it's just <laughs> keys yeah you're right like I, I would think that some topics that you've explored for writing or whatever have turned out to be less interesting than you thought and in this case it turned out to be more interesting because yeah the minute yeah. you peel the peel this onion each layer more extraordinarily comical than the last
1: a hundred percent, spiders are <laughs> savage. <laughs> like
0: yeah, but the small, the small mouth. You're a big spider. you yeah. can't fit in the... Like no, normally yeah. I would think not many species can have a male who can leap into the mouth.
1: Right. Somebody and else because the, the mouth is
0: typically a, a smaller ver, you know, a smaller piece yeah. of that person, right?
1: Yeah, and it's, I mean it's interesting too because females are the female black widow spiders are like four times the size of the males, ah. so they're much bigger. And it's really, it's, it's also interesting because it's really like a matriarchal society where the female kind of control, she has all the power in this relationship.
0: Oh, that makes more sense. But hold on. This, <laughs> what's the funny part is, although, although this female spider is huge and her mouth is correspondingly bigger, yeah. he can't fit into her mouth, right? Like, is he just kind of like throwing his body towards her mouth? Because that's think- hilarious. That is fucking <laughs> Yeah, stuff. right.
1: Just, just launching himself in the direction, in the general yeah. direction.
0: <laughs> she'll take a nibble and ultimately yeah. she'll you know eat him piece by piece. Is that how that works? Of or have course- you never seen it?
1: I mean, I think I saw a video. It looks like she, they leap into the fangs and the female uh-huh. spider will literally just like chew him <laughs> to death.
0: <laughs> yes. I love that. Have you ever seen a sketch of SNL where there were life-size cockroaches? And so, like Horatio Sands was in there, you know, big Horatio Sands was in there in a cockroach costume. And then every time, you know, a guy brought his girl home for a date or something and then they kept the lights off, I think it was actually Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell did a great job in this thing. When they turned on the lights, you know, all these cockroaches, these human sized cockroaches froze on the wall. And at one point, you know, yes. Colin Farrell took off these legs and started beating them with it. But of course, all of this gross stuff was shooting out of the cockroach's leg. I feel that you need to see that in order to get the, here, I'm just going to launch myself at her mouth. Let's see how that works. Right. You need you need the up. You need <laughs> the full. That's hilarious. I'm just going to, it's like, how are you going to do that? Her mouth is small. I'm just going to kind of, you know, she'll get it. I'm just going to kind of right. like launch myself at her mouth. Yeah. I just need her to get what she needs to do, yeah. Yeah. Wow. That is so great. Are you ever going to find like a just a topic that like, you know, other than the spider thing, which is just comical. I'm so glad you found it and brought it to the world's attention. Like <laughs> like taking this dry piece of minutiae on a Wikipedia article and just just talking about it comedically is just a gift to the universe. But have right. you found a different topic that is that potential for is it you know, is that comic gold as a raw material? yeah because it's yeah. hard like how would you even do your fo- follow- up to that show like after Black blackwood spider runs for ten seasons like what's next
1: I know I don't know I mean i uh my husband and I actually did write a pilot before this about um uh our heightened version of our immigration experience so like his his life in New York um it was really from his perspective more because he's had a really interesting path here but kind of living in New York and working in advertising and trying to figure out the his visa, but making it a little bit more dramatic because, you know, TV.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, have to, I have to heighten the stakes, but now he no longer has to do that in Trump's America.
1: Exactly. Now <laughs> it's just <laughs> reality.
0: Like, what, is this a documentary? I thought I was watching a drama here. <laughs> yeah, <exactly.
1: laughs> Midway, it just turns into a documentary and <laughs> <laughs> go from there. Um yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting that, like, this Black Widow Spider thing really, it really became a rabbit hole into um a very detailed <laughs> world,
0: I guess. And do you have people waiting on this? Or do I mean, how do you send something like this around? Like, when you've been, when you're just Kat Kavas and you've been published in all these big magazines, like The New Yorker and, and McSweeney's yeah. and all that, like, do you have people waiting on this script somewhere?
1: Um. So... I'm in the talks with uh, a literary agent, but no, I haven't um, started talking to any TV agents. I'm really trying to just like uh, get this pilot done, uh, fix this other one up and try and go from there. I mean, yeah, it's hard. It's a very uh, opaque industry. <laughs> where, well, I think yeah. I,
0: I, I'm gonna connect you right now. I think the person you need to talk to is Elise Morales. Oh, and amazing. Elise, yeah, Elise Morales is the voiceover talent for Colbert produced cartoons. And she just got a huge podcast, like she's doing it, like she's interviewing Burt Kreischer for National Lampoon's podcast, which is on all things comedy, which is Bill Burr. And so she does the voice oh, of AOC, wow. AOC on a cartoon, and she's on oh. two such cartoons for a Colbert-produced I don't know, company or some shit. And so well, I really arc- think the arc- female arc- spider would sound good as Elise Morales, don't you think, Kat Kavas?
1: I do. <laughs> I 100% agree with that. <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, because she did the AOC impression and she just, you know, great voice. And so I, you know, I really think a big spider part, I think probably the, the f- strong female lead could be Elise Morales.
1: Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You've. You've hooked me up.
0: Dude, I, yeah, I love that. Yeah. If I had the power to just make that so it's just like Brian made this deal right? saying, no, no we didn't. Elise Morales made this fucking deal. She yeah. was just a former guest on his podcast. All right, so Kat Kavas, <laughs> we're gonna stay just t- tuned. tune like if you ever unlock that that Twitter account, we're gonna find out all about it. But I suppose once we follow you then you can allow me to see your stuff. I just can't retweet it, right?
1: Uh I think you can retweet. Yeah, I'm trying to figure it out I've recently just locked my my Twitter and Instagram because we're going for our green card interview soon and the oh, yeah. The, the yeah they the immigration <laughs> officers can request to look at everything you've been posting.
0: Yes, but, <laughs> so, if it's lo- but if it's locked, I mean is that request null or would you need to delete the account?
1: I think they they can't they can't get in if it's locked. That's my uh, that's my rationale. I have to talk yeah. to a uh, my girl, Sophie Raven. Let's yeah, see.
0: Sophie Raven. Yeah, pretty soon we're going to see Catherine, Catherine Kavasa's Twitter account just disappear because it turns out locking <laughs> yeah. it well, won't be enough. <laughs> How do you think? But in yeah. any event, I think, yeah, Catherine Kavass on Instagram is also private. And so, you know, we will know whether or not Sophie Raven counseled her in favor of unlocking it or deleting it if it ever yeah. becomes public. But in the meantime, they can look at you at Catherine Kavass. But really, it's Kat Kavass. And I'm so glad you came on. Kat, Kat Kavass, thank you so much.
1: Thank you so much, Brian.